1: if you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more.
2: We talk about food, we talk about music, with musical dudes, finger on the pulse, snacky tunes.
3: All right, that was just Beacon uh, off of the Nobody EP, who will be playing live later today. Welcome to Snacky Tunes. I'm one half your host, Greg Bresnitz. Darren is still out on his TV sabbatical. We have a packed show today. We also have Amanda from Other Music to talk about the record fair at Smorgasbord uh, this Saturday.
4: Yes, that's right.
3: And we'll get to in a little bit. But first, sisters, Alicia and Allegra. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's all the Italian. Everything else I'm just going to feed to you. Um, the... Uh, and Tenori sisters, mm-hmm. uh, winemakers.
5: One is a winemaker. One maker. is a winemaker.
3: Me, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, how did the uh, how did the duties divvy up between the sisters?
6: I'm uh, as as you said. I'm the winemaker, and I looked after sales in the last uh, ten years, mm-hmm. especially in Asia and also in the U.S. market. I've lived here for two years.
5: And uh, Allegra instead means that I take care of all the hospitality. Oh, okay. So, you know, in our different estates, we've got various different estates in Tuscany. We're close to public, mostly. Mm-hmm. So we only invite our clients and our friends to come to visit us. So our hospitality is very important because in Italy, wine and food are very important to go together. And also we have brought the hospitality out. Um, doing restaurants so we have different projects. It's a small uh, uh, activity that we do but we have a few cantinette and Tinori around the world and some other projects that we're developing.
3: Um, and is it just the two of you in the family or is it a bigger family business?
5: Uh, no, there's a third sister, okay. uh, the oldest,
6: and, um, and she is uh, uh, the vice president of the company. And she uh, takes care of all the image of communication of all our family business.
3: So you have estates from all over the world and then so what how do you focus on which wine goes where and how you get your grapes and does one place have specific flavors or is it you know do you spread it out over the uh, different places?
6: Um, Each uh, winery that we own uh, is in a different location a different area and uh, I would say that uh, each wine is different because it comes from a different area. And this, for us, is very important, uh, using uh, indigenous grape varieties uh, that come from that area, uh, which makes a difference from one
5: area to the other, one estate to the other. We have, just to tell you, like eight different estates in Tuscany.
3: Just Tuscany alone.
5: But each estate has its own uh, uh, individual uh, not not only cellar and also reception, so house or castle or villa or um, whatever, one of these things, but also as people. So every estate is managed um, differently, which obviously this is very important to give personality to the wines.
6: They're um, independent only from each other. Yes, basically. they're completely independent.
3: Mm. Yeah. Do you have a favorite or a second favorite? I know people don't like to pick.
5: Yes, you know, wine is something that is completely influenced by nature, still, Mm -hmm. so probably each one of us can have a favorite for romantic reasons or, <laughs> or you know, emotional reasons. But also wines change every year, especially when they are estate wines. So one year it may be a fantastic vintage and I may love that wine. The year after, maybe the same wine Alessia may like because it's got different characteristics. It's very personal wine, isn't it? Uh, absolutely.
6: But probably there's one which we are totally in love with, all the family, which is uh, has been a very important wine for us and for our family. Uh, because it is traditional and extremely innovative, which is a wine called Tignanello which is, I would say, the first Super Tuscan ever made. And uh, it uh, has been, uh, um, the wine uh, has been created, invented, in the 1970s, and it's a blend of Sangiovese, which is an indigenous grape variety, as I was saying before, with an international grape variety called Cabernet. And the blend together made a wine quite unique because of the reasons that was saying, mentioned before.
3: And what emotion is tied to that wine?
6: Because in my opinion, I think it's, uh, it's really attached to our land, our homeland, close to where we live in Florence. And uh, um, it really also represents our family because, as I said, tr- a lot of tradition um, because of the history, 600 years of um, history in our family um, in the wine uh, uh, production and also the, a lot of innovation because it has been an extremely innovative wine in the s-
5: 1970s.
3: Amazing. So, what brings you to New York this week?
5: This Cantinetta pop-up, which is actually the first pop-up that we have been making, also because the Cantinetta is a very small restaurant that was born in Florence in our uh, house, which is called Palazzo Antinori, which is in the central part of Florence, with uh, the typical um, sense to it, in the sense that the Cantinetta was... uh, a little room in the ground floor of the palazzo, um, with a little window that would give an offer to the people that would walk next to by the window, all the products that would come from the countryside. And this was typical of the older families that would own territories or estates in the countryside. So at the beginning, it was born with the idea of selling the Chianti Classico wine, uh, the prosciutto, the cheeses, the eggs made from our estates, and then. It only had 60 places and it still remained like this. So we still offer now you enter into the palazzo mm-hmm. to go and sit in the restaurant. It's a tiny place, particular because it's in a Renaissance palace and it's remained completely traditional. And so, with this idea, we opened one in Zurich in the 90s, at the beginning of the 90s, and then in Vienna. And then they asked us in Russia. And we decided to do it because for us Italians, it is very, very important to drink. Wine with food. And also, as being such an old family and having such a lifestyle and a style in a way as well, the best way would take people in our home. So why not take our home to the people? So this was a bit the idea of the Cantinetta. So the pop-up makes it, mm, it's a modern way, uh, it's a shorter way, but uh, I think it's you know, very, very exciting, very um, stimulating so we'll see we're gonna do it open the f- the opening will be tomorrow evening
3: and the food i mean obviously from the, your hometown the food is pulled from the country but from the different countries that you're in and especially for tomorrow how is where are you getting the food from how does it compare to the original or what what might be some of the differences
5: well now you find very good food also here you have mm-hmm. fantastic italian sumo markets but whatever we're doing we will make here, you know, you cannot take from Italy meats, you cannot take for, from Italy prosciutto yourself or anything, but you do find very good products. And we have our cook that came expressively um, from uh, um, Italy to um, to cook. So it's mostly the way you cook things because um, we're going to have like the nudie, which are very, very traditional, very light spinach and ricotta rolls, but it's the way you make them, which is very, very special. Then we're going to have our crostini, and we're gonna have a little bit of truffle. It's the way that you cook with ingredients, but you can find good ingredients
3: here. Now. So mostly you're gonna be showcasing wines obviously, but then technique and execution, if you were there just to get an idea of what what you could expect if you went to the original.
5: Absolutely, it's the same recipes. We also have a book on the Cantinita recipes.
3: Tell us about the book. Yes, <laughs> it
5: was made from an Austrian publisher. And I came in New York last year and I spoke with an American publisher who also took the idea from the Austrian publisher. So they um, got together and uh, it was translated in English. And it's all the recipes of the cantinetta, which actually at the end are the recipes of our house. Because, you know, in Italy, every family has its own recipes that go on generation after generation. No? And they're very different. So it depends on how much water you, you use or which kind of olive oil. For us, it is so important the... The basics, the ingredients, but also mm, all our mothers and the mother of our mothers have been cooking. Mm-hmm. We don't go out so much to have dinner. We have people coming in our houses for dinner. This is our tradition and our way of uh, of living in a way. Also because in Italy, children remain in the family much longer. So obviously the dinner is very important and the lunch.
3: And then with the meal itself, um, wine is going to play a uh, center stage. What wines are you excited to showcase tomorrow?
5: We're going to have the uh, Montenisa as our first wine, which is our wine coming from Franciacorta in Lombardia, the northern part of Italy. I can explain
6: it too, if you want.
5: <laughs> After we are having the um, a
6: white wine with the salad with the um, uh, prawns, which is a perfect combination also because uh, this white wine is, has quite a good acidity, so it's perfect also with the prawns. Um, and it's a Chardonnay 100, percent and then we are having the Tignanello that I was mentioning before because it had to be there <laughs> with uh, uh, the spinach gnudi, spinach and ricotta gnudi that I was mentioning. Um, which uh, you know Tignanello has a, quite an interesting and uh, good structure, and also the spinach and ricotta is uh, is quite a um, you know, I, I would say consistent uh, uh, first course. And then after, we're having the sliced tenderloin beef with the Guadaltasso, which is our wine, um, uh, which are, is our wine that we're producing, Bruciato, uh, which is the second wine that we produce in our state in Bolgheri, uh, which is by the coast in Tuscany, which instead is a blend of international grape varieties, uh, Cabernet and uh, Merlot.
3: And so how does one get to go? Are there still tickets? Uh,
6: I think there's... A few. a
3: few. A few. I think a
6: few yes. as uh, for yesterday. So I don't know.
5: I think it's... Uh, yes. But um, there are still a few yes. places. Because there's two rounds. I think one okay. at 7.30, one at 9.30.
3: Website information?
5: Uh,
6: it's at the Mondrian Hotel. Okay. Uh, so I think it's on the website of the Mondrian Hotel.
3: Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I look forward to tomorrow night. It should be amazing and incredible. Is there anything else that anyone should do to prepare for tomorrow?
5: No, just come hungry. Hungry. Okay. Don't eat and don't drink, especially.
6: <laughs>
3: okay.
5: <laughs> and thirsty. Yes.
3: Um, thank you so much. Uh, we have a track from our upcoming live digital comp, the third one, Emil and Friends from one of our episodes last year, and then we have Amanda, who's going to talk about the record fair and Smorgasburg this Saturday. You're listening to Snacky Tunes.
2: So-
7: Slips to a faraway place with a landing strip. Pull me like a string, so I watch your mouth punch me in the stomach, and the world pops out. down with a cigarette stares, say la vie no. I'm barber the 40 thieves looting for gold like you wouldn't believe. Looting for gold like you wouldn't believe. Businessman on a two-way street and a ring on his finger and a lion is she. Draper's raging on the front lawn with a rifle in your face and a bathrobe. I'm oh. down with a cigarette stairs. Say, la, vie, no underwear. I'll be bobbing in the 40th. I was looting for gold like you wouldn't believe. Forgo go like you wouldn't believe. We are not, I confess, a bunch of DJs taking your requests. So what should I wear? Samples set by mother and man Raised up a girl with a gun in her hands Polish up a quarter, put it in the machine Lovers only know what you'll let them say Met A with a cigarette stares Say love for.
3: Us. much more we can say about that. That was just uh meal and friends. Oh. Yeah. Uh so Amanda, welcome to the show.
4: Thanks for having me, Greg.
3: No problem. It's
4: a pleasure to be here.
3: Yeah, we're sitting so close to you. I mean, I know. It's just the two <laughs> of us just we're gazing just in each other's just eyes. Staring. Um So it's you, either
4: you are watching everyone eat pizza. i so. kind of.
3: I never get over like watching people eat the type of people like <laughs> And I also want to be like, it's Monday. Like, I mean, I'm here for the show, and you're here for a promotion. Packed but packed like, house, packed house at Roberta's. Late
4: Monday afternoon lunch.
3: Yeah. Um. So welcome. Let's talk record fair.
4: Yes. Let's let's talk about it. The Brooklyn Flea Record Fair. This is its fifth year. Um. I jumped in last May and have made it into a biannual event. Uh. Inside of Smorgasburg, down by the Williamsburg waterfront.
3: Shout out to Eric.
4: Yes, Eric Demby. Without any of this, could not be possible.
3: Who also hosted the um, closing party at La Yes, which was amazing—the campfire.
4: Yes, everything Eric is involved in with the Brooklyn Flea is incredible. It, it utilizes space so well and merges food and entertainment and fun. And you know, it's—I'm just really happy to be involved with what he's been working on, and specifically with incorporating records with.
3: So how the records how are the records being incorporated? I'm, I'm a record fan. What, are, what, what can I expect?
4: Well, you, you take your ideas of a regular record fair, which is a bunch of people setting up tables with vinyl, some rare, some easier to come by, but maybe at a nice price. And then you also put in their record labels, who will be bringing their own stock and selling it. Uh, You know, the people who have founded the labels, essentially, and people who work for the label will be there selling it to fans for the day.
3: And so who are some of the labels that will be there? Who can you come meet?
4: Well, you can meet a lot of people. We have some um, veterans of the fair, like DFA, Excel, True Panther, Domino, who have been doing it. Minimum Wave, one of my favorites. I don't think
3: I know Minimum Wave.
4: Minimum Wave. It's this woman, Veronica. It's all amazing, obscure 80s synth. Oh, sounds awesome. She'll actually be having a few records that have not been released yet that she'll be selling early for the day. And um, then we have a few newcomers this year. Warp will be involved. Awesome. With the Flying Lotus record coming out. Oh, and
3: yeah. What are you going to be doing with Flying Lotus?
4: He will be there on site autographing the new album.
3: Amazing. Yes. I, this is just keeps getting better.
4: Yes. And, you know, another... New addition to the label family I'm really excited about is that Merge from Chapel Hill, North Carolina. will be driving up for the day, selling a couple new releases, selling T-shirts, um, record. What are the things that you cover your slip mats? Sli- slip mats. They'll be um, debuting the Merge slip mat as well.
3: So uh, <laughs> how do you recommend you attack this type of thing? Do you go there? Do you get some food? You, you kind come of come
4: early. The earlier, the better. People start circling around ten thirty before boxes are even unpacked. That's when you are going to get the best items. But if you are not as much in, at getting the first peek at everything, then wait a little bit later in the day.
3: Let the enthusiasts like pick over the exactly. The carcass.
4: Get some food. Prioritize where you want to go first. There is going to be a lot to take in. Thirty-two tables total.
3: Which, that's huge. I mean, last year was half that, maybe?
4: Last year was 32.
3: Oh, really? <laughs> that's,
4: that's as many as we can take on right now. Let but me just is.
3: tell you about my spatial recognition skills, <laughs> which is not very good.
4: But what's exciting as well, because it is the same amount of vendors, but it is going to be a little more crazy this year because, as you might know, Smorgasburg now has an on-site bar.
3: Which is incredible.
4: Yes. Because
3: there's nothing more like eating a semisita and having a beer.
4: Yes. That's what I had on Saturday. So I'm good, so good.
3: It's tough between that and the fried anchovies Bond. Like,
4: oh, I love those too. Yeah.
3: Maybe we'll share an order. Those yes. things are kind of intense. Eat one by yourself.
4: Right. No, you can't.
3: So who's <laughs> the um, who's the liquor sponsor going to be? Or well, the beer, beer sponsor?
4: sponsor is Dogfish Head. Love it from Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Sam is you know a hero of mine, and I love what he does with beer. And I was really happy that he wanted to get involved. He does a record fair as well in Rehoboth Beach, Analog Agogo. And so... Wait, say the name again? Analog Agogo. That's a good name. They have an annual fair in June at, on site at the brewery. So they will be there. We'll have three of their beers for sale in the bar. A, a pumpkin ale, the 60-minute IPA, and then a special beer that was music-inspired. It's the Bitches Brew, inspired by Miles Davis. So we'll have all three of those on site.
3: Um, and then our good friend Joey Chow will be the ambassador for the day. Yes. Which would be funny. Which, I
4: don't know what that entails. Yeah, I don't know what that
3: entails. Predictions for a Joey, do you think he'll wear a jacket? Smart jacket.
4: I hope he wears a jacket with a lot of badges and... Flair. Yes.
3: Uh, and then have... Maybe a top hat. Have any of the, uh, the labels said, like, any, like, hinted at some special releases, maybe some things that'll be there that you should really want to get there early for?
4: There, there are a few things that are out of print that will be for sale. Capture Tracks found a couple leftover copies of the, the first Soft Moon LP pressing. I think 14, I believe. So they'll have those for sale. Something I'm really excited about is Canine Records. Well, is love re- Leo. Yes, exactly.
3: He's been on here before and Zambri played uh, a few weeks oh, ago. Oh, nice. Yeah,
4: He is reissuing the first Grizzly Bear album, Horn of Plenty. From way back in the day wow. and it's coming out officially in january but he'll be selling them on saturday i mean that's, so that's huge. what three or four months early
3: that's amazing you
4: can buy it for the day
3: and can we also just say capture tracks like yes. how many good bands are on that label
4: too many i just they have too many amazing I, bands involved
3: i just hunted them down and they're gonna do um, a residency in the ace in december nice which i love which you've done yes and i was like please come and play I want to hear four, four hours of what they're inspired by Mm -hmm. every week. Totally. Um, and then also the food.
4: There's so much food.
3: It's going to be amazing. So what are the nuts and bolts and details? Where can people find the entire lineup and the amazing poster designed by none other? Jess Rotter.
4: Yes. Jess Rotter has been doing our poster, which is amazing. Um, you can go to the Brooklyn flea website to get all the details under smorgasburg. It's on the blog. It's pretty easy to find. Uh, the exact address is 27 North 6th Street, right on the Williamsburg waterfront.
3: It's kind of hard to miss. Yes. I mean, it's, it's actually right impossible to miss. It's right by The
4: Edge, the condos.
3: Oh, and then the last... <laughs> that's a beautiful <laughs> and reference. The ferry. And the ferry. Fa- the, I would use the ferry <laughs> as a reference point. The Edge. Um, I just
4: like to say. And the
3: then edge. there will also be DJs throughout the day. There will be DJs. Who will be DJing?
4: Jesper Eklo from Endless Boogie will be doing a set. DFA will be DJing. A new signing on XL, Rat King, will be spinning a set. And Peter from Domino Records really? will be gracing us with we'll his presence.
3: Oh, okay. Well, this is Peter, awesome. Peter
4: um, wanted to DJ back in like July. He was like, I have to do a set. So I expect it's going to be really amazing. That He's is amazing. months to plan it.
3: All right. Well, thank you for coming on.
4: Thanks so much for having You're gonna me. You're
3: going to have a little pizza with me, right?
4: Yes. Pizza. Um, some salad. Yes.
3: Um, so Beacon is up next just a few announcements uh also this saturday the village voice uh pour event uh that we will be djing at um you can go and get tickets uh at villagevoice.com um sample hundreds literally thousands possibly millions of all different types of beers microbreweries and beyond it should be an amazing event they've extended it this year to two different segments to kind of help with the uh staggering demand they had last year so just go to villagevoice.com to find tickets and then also um October fourteenth, it's the uh, annual Craig Murphy um, celebration. We for a friend that passed away, and the annual homeless contest uh, will be uh, will be next uh, Sunday as well. So um, go online and look for details, and yeah, it'll be good.
2: Temples that I built for you And I sang songs of Praise and love and I... I sang songs of Burying you alive and I... See I had to Share it down.
1: Joe, your computer is so slow. I can't even use this thing. Yeah, I should probably get a new one. Do you have any suggestions? Oh, totally, man. You should go to TechServe. Okay, what's so good about TechServe? Well, they've got this awesome new insider program that's free when you get a new Mac with AppleCare. So you should buy your computer there because you get 50% off data transfer free loaner computers, front-of-the-line repair privileges, an annual Mac tune-up service, backup consultation and setup, seminars, and much more. Okay, yeah, where's TechServe? It's at 119 West 23rd Street in New York City. They're New York's premier authorized Apple reseller and service provider, and you should totally check out TechServe.com for more information.
3: Alright, that settles it. I'm headed to TechServe. (laughs) Um, Welcome back to SnackyTunes. We have got Beacon in the Studio, you guys want to introduce yourselves?
8: Sure, I'm uh, Jacob. I'm Thomas. Welcome.
3: I like you guys setup. up. They're like almost. They're very symmetrical in a way. Yeah. Um. Why don't you give our listeners a little bit of background on who you guys are? Um. How you came to be?
8: Well, we met at we met at school, um, at Pratt. Kay. In Brooklyn. So, and th- and that was like maybe six six or seven years ago. And we've just, you know, been friends, been collaborating on different things since. And then when we finished school, just kind of was diving into making music together.
3: Um, is this your first project together, or that like you've put out EPs, or were there other and in- other ones?
9: <laughs> uh, yeah, first first musical project really. Um, you know, we did some uh, some collaborations in school uh, that were more like visual art collaborations but uh music wise yeah this is the first thing we've done together
3: and has it just been the the two of you okay yeah yeah. um so how did this kind of come out of the other projects strip away the other parts and this take form
8: yeah i think well we we were doing these these performances together that were more visual um like kind of on the line between performance art and musical performance um and that kind of, that shift happened when we just started getting closer into writing songs, had like started building more of a studio musician practice because we were, we were performing songs for like months and months before we ever even tried to record them. And so that was kind of a transition <coughs> for us.
3: And there's still a strong visual element to your performances now, or is it? Thank you. Thank you. We'll talk about how you <clears throat> got there sure. in the second part, but so you're on <laughs> the road with Tycho. And- yeah, I went on the
9: road with him, um, you know, came back, did a lot of shows in New York and kind of. This kind of area, like uh, Philly, DC, Boston type thing. So, and then of late, just been recording a lot, like working on, uh, finished the the new EP, and then working on new material now. So.
3: Where'd you play in Philly? <clears throat>
9: um, where did we play? We played at
8: U uh, Penn. U Penn, yeah. U pen with Taiko, and then we went down again, and we played at the like the church there. Oh,
3: R Five Sean Agnew. The first, a- the first Unitarian, <laughs> first, yeah, Church yeah, I'm exactly, right. yes, first yeah, that's, Unitarian. That's, that's I grew up going to shows there, like yeah. um, at the drive-in, uh, Get Up Kids. That's the, what they used to book back be- when I was yeah. 14, sure, 15 sure. or last week, right. whatever. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. I'm all right with that. Um, yeah. Do you guys want to play a song? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, what's the first one you're going to play?
8: This song is called "Safety's Off." This is off the the new EP. Okay. For now,
3: great. Uh, we're going to let them get set up, and we have Beacon live on Snacky Tunes. You kind of lit up when they said the church, Amanda. Oh, I,
4: I really love that venue.
3: I I do as well. Shout out to R5 and Sean. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine
4: at the drive-in.
3: It was it's awesome. Unitarian church. It was amazing. It was a different time. <laughs> Smaller. <laughs> Ready? I think good Monday vibes really good Monday vibes and also it's great because when you see those setups like so much many different notes could come out of there yeah yeah. which um which is amazing so you let the cat out of the bag Ghostly congratulations thank you how did that come about?
9: um we put out our first EP on a label called Mood Gadget um and this guy Jacob Alexander who uh was like a big supporter early on um works for Ghostly as well and um you know, like the stuff, and kind of pass it along, and it kind of happened pretty organically from there. You know, we we met all those guys, and it was a pretty comfortable situation, so just kind of slid right into it.
3: I mean, it's kind of really nice when you hear a story that just kind of happens very simply. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like yeah, that's totally... yeah, kind of probably drives a lot of bands up the wall, but you know, <laughs> the, the uh, apathy. No, no Roblox, no nothing, no at least one day of like leading mm, it back to me.
8: No, I mean, it's just like they. I think they they really responded to nobody and they were the f- they were the first ones to kind of like invite us to sit down and talk and that conversation just went really well and they had like some good advice for us like right out of the you know like things that we should be focusing on right away and that was how we were feeling and so yeah
3: what was some of the uh, advice they gave you
8: They were pretty much saying like I think we you know that just like don't let the ball drop you know like just keep keep moving forward because this is kind of like this is starting to gain momentum and, you know, just to not necessarily sit on it and keep moving and that's kind of... And they were also the first ones to ask us is like, what, you know, do you guys want, like, why would you want to work with a label? Which we thought is actually like a really wise question to ask from a label's perspective.
3: What was your response?
8: Uh, pretty much that just the the experience of putting out our first EP in that in that way, in this way of kind of like, pulling together all these assets you know like working on a cover like just and working with someone else in this case it was jacob alexander to tie that all in was just a really positive experience and learning
3: experience for us so that's awesome and then um you know moving it forward do you guys have i mean for bands it's kind of easy just to let weeks roll by and you know just kind of let days turn into months do you have like weekly habits or rituals that you keep in place to kind of keep things going as an artist
9: um, as of late we've been going to New Jersey like uh every Monday, like Monday through Friday to record. So that's been like the last like month and a half, just every day going out there. Yeah. Just spending spending the days out there recording and uh through the night, you know. So Where in good. Jersey or uh,
8: why Jersey? Uh that's where like my parents have a space, like that we just kinda set up in, in the back and just work. And like it's pretty it just gives us a lot of freedom to work there. Um and then when we're not in the middle of recording it's just kind of like Constant constant emails to each other with ideas mm-hmm. back and forth like that's that's sort of the routine that we try to keep of sending melodies or beats even if it's like just 30 seconds of something that just is kind of used to just strike an idea in the other person
3: so that when it is like
8: recording time studio that there's just a bunch of things to start picking from and working with
3: and so this is a follow-up EP or LP or right e- now it's yeah. LP. It's amazing. Um let's uh let's get another song. Sure. Okay. Uh, which one's this gonna be?
8: This is nobody. Okay. Yes.
3: Yeah. Uh, live on Snacky Tunes. Really good. Thank you. Amanda?
4: It is incredible. You know, Greg, if I could interrupt for just a second, I was yeah. going to point out, Ghostly will be selling records at the fair. Oh. Do you think you guys might stop by?
8: We will be there. We will be there.
3: Fantastic. And the EP comes out tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Yes. yes. Amazing. Tomorrow. Oh. So maybe perfect a little... Yeah, yeah, perfect timing. Um, For now, mm-hmm. the EP, where did the title come from?
8: Um, The title comes... It's actually the last lyrics of the... Of the record on, on the song "Into the Night," um, and it just it kind of stuck with us as we were like sitting there going, reading through all all the lyrics, you know, the like the lyric sheet for the record, and that just really jumped out to both of us. And
3: I kind of like it. This just I mean, it's good. It's a place and time, and then stop, and then then. So when you're out recording in Jersey at your parents' place, is there a particular food that you guys eat or go out or a ritual? <laughs>
8: it's funny you asked. Yeah. <laughs> um. My my dad is like is cooking. He's he's really trying, and he's really trying to be a good cook. And he's like he's, he's good. He's very good. He's <laughs> no, he is good. He is good. Uh, the the joke is that my little sister, who's seventeen, is like the harshest critic of his cooking. <laughs> she is brutal yeah. to him, but it's it's usually not bad. And he's he just tries a lot of new things. So he kind of uses us as guinea pigs. Yeah. yeah. What are some of the hits?
9: The risotto was the very good. The mushroom risotto yeah, was, was, was not bad. I mean, that was probably the best highlight
3: yeah. so far. Any, uh, any fails? Or do you not want We don't have to talk about that. Can- well,
9: <laughs> there was a bean bean and spinach yeah. salad. I think your sister said it tasted like shampoo. Yeah, she <laughs> so did. Was, did. Kind of bad for him at that moment. <laughs>
3: In that moment, you're like, ooh. Yeah. But well, uh, I like it. though. Does she cook? Or is she just a critic? She's a critic. She's a critic.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting
3: uh, So uh, the record comes The EP comes out And you guys have a, About a, 10 dates Worth of shows coming up
2: yeah.
8: Yes
3: Maxwell's Bowery Ballroom Awesome Where else are you Excited to go hit
9: um, I think we're Back at Crowfoot Right Crowfoot in, Yeah Yeah, Which is a really Nice stop on the uh, Tycho tour <clears throat> We saw a lot of the Kind of ghostly people At that venue This is in Michigan in Okay Michigan, So that was a nice Venue to play
3: Crowfoot Yeah Awesome A
8: yeah. lot of new places This time
3: that's great, and is that does a lot of that help come from the label itself, booking agents, or, you know, how does it how has it grown from the first EP?
9: I think both, yeah, Book, booking agent label, like they've all been like really helpful, you know, in kind of getting us out there on the road and like you know.
3: Want to shout out your booking agent?
9: Yeah, sure, uh, Jay from Flower <laughs> Booking. Oh, shout out, shout, shout out, Jay. and then all so the Jay.
3: all the people over Requiem Medium for yes. set this up.
9: Absolutely, That's uh, set
3: um, alright well we got time for well let's get the nuts and bolts where can people find you where can people get the EP uh, where can they get all the uh, information
8: it's um Uh. so we're on we're on Tumblr and our Tumblr is Beacon Projects and like that we use that as a hub for all our information but Ghostly on the Ghostly website they have a nice artist page that just really is like has all our links and everything there and like kind of probably the best place to get information and then you can also just buy everything from there as well
3: Awesome, and Twitter, any of that good kind of stuff? People yeah. want to email yeah, you.
8: Yeah, we have a Twitter. But our Twitter handle is a little difficult. It's like it's two underscores beacon and then two more underscores.
3: Was beacon was the one underscore beacon taken? Yeah, it
8: and was. The, yeah, and beacon was taken. And just yeah, this newspaper and uh, like I don't know, for like a college newspaper has the beacon tag, and I've emailed them, and they've been like, oh yeah, but we they can't remember the password. They want no. to give us the account. So. Actually,
3: we know the. We'll talk. I know the people over at who handle all the music relations for Twitter. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Thank we'll put you, put, you, we'll, you, we'll put you in touch. Because ours is
8: a mouthful. Yeah.
3: Um, okay, so um, let's. Uh, I want to say rip another tune because you're not really ripping tunes. Let's, <laughs> yeah. Let's just, I don't know, wave out onto it. Lo fi <laughs> out. Yeah, sure, sure. Let's put some shade on a, on a sunny Monday
9: you want
8: to introduce this one yeah
9: we're going do a uh, feelings gone which is the first single off the ep
3: oh which we played last week okay. which is amazing which is why i heard that that's why i wanted to book you guys on the show that's Awesome. and it's also available on our monthly column for bullet magazine as a download yes. so if you search uh snacky tunes and bullet magazine the september one features the next song for download and streaming along with a few other great track including callers who will be on next week cool Cool. Um, thanks for joining us yeah thanks having. thank you so much Amanda me. thanks for joining us thanks for having shout me. out to the sisters um, <laughs> if you can go uh, check out the Mondrian website to get tickets for the dinner tomorrow they say there's a few tickets left uh, shout out to Darren shout out to my parents who were here this weekend we cooked some food together that's a lot of sh- anybody? Ready to anybody Amanda give a shout out special someone
4: um, to Jessica Young and Matt Corny, who visited me from Orlando this weekend, oh, I had a lot of good excuses to go to a good restaurants this
3: weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, and congratulations to previous uh, Snacky Toons, uh guest Gina Turner, who's getting married to her boyfriend Laidback Luke this oh, weekend. Ew. So yeah, Congrats. congratulations! A Monday, a Monday <laughs> wedding for all the DJs. There's a
4: lot going on it's this a, Monday. It's
3: all it's a really busy Monday. October first. Oh yeah, it's October. That's why. Crazy and James Friedman. Hey buddy, oh. what's up? Uh, Uh, Who just sat down and ate pizza. Here we go. Last song. Thanks, guys.
8: Thank you.